0: Hey, I'm Pastor Rhonda.
1: And I'm Pastor Seth.
0: You're listening to Growing Hope,
1: Living Faith. Well, welcome back to Growing Hope Living Faith podcast. We are so glad that you are here and that you are listening to us. Uh, this is episode number twenty-seven, and uh, man, we are just keep on pushing on, pushing on.
0: That's right. Hi. Hey, how
1: are you? I um, feel like we haven't seen each other, know. you know, in a long time. So we were uh, sick this last weekend. weren't able to make it to church. Um, talked about that a little bit last week's episode, right. but our kids are doing much better. They're back Good. in school. Morgan's feeling better. Good. Uh, so how was it for you not traveling this weekend?
0: Oh, <laughs> it was nice to be home. Yes. It was nice, and it was my first Sunday, really, to lean worship yes. at Dalton Verse, and um, that went really well. Yeah. People were very uh, receptive and just a very sweet spirit. So That's yeah.
1: awesome. Yeah. Excited to see how God continues to move and work, and I uh, yeah. know that He's going to be able to continue to do that. So. That's right. Uh, well, how's everything else going? I know Eric's been working third shift, so uh, I know that creates some issues. Are you one that, yes. you know, guards the doors or has, you know, I don't, I don't know. My mom, when my dad was gone on third or, you know, gone at night, she would always put something in front of the door so that she could always hear it if something <laughs> right. was to happen. But I don't yeah. know. Are you, are you that style? Well,
0: I've got those two dogs. now. i got uh, some guard true. dogs that hear everything. But yeah, I noticed that I stay up later. It's mm. like I'm working the third shift too. <laughs> I can't fall asleep,
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but it's good. It's all Good and um, I'm just thankful. Yeah, but, yeah. I get a big weekend coming up. I got That's a songwriting right. retreat. I'm so excited.
1: That's awesome. So, and where's that at?
0: It's in Clayton, Georgia. All right. And there are songwriters from all over the country that fly in um, for this weekend, mm. and we're gonna have a bonfire Thursday night, and um, we'll be writing songs all day Friday and Saturday. And I'm so excited. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. It's kind of like your. Safe place almost, isn't it? Like, yeah, in some
0: ways, yeah. In our community of writers, we're really um, like a, the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is like a church within itself. And even though we don't meet together every Sunday, we get together and we have what we call a coffee talk. And awesome. we really, um, it's funny. Like we'll meet needs of our own. And mm-hmm. now with technology, you can just do Venmo, and mm-hmm. <laughs> we can help provide you know for needs, special things. come up and we pray for one another and you know one thing i really love about it is when we get there in clayton we're coming from so many backgrounds we have people that are i don't even want to name denominations but i know we have baptists and i'm nazarene and we have methodists and we have presbyterian and the list just goes on and on and on and you would think in the writing rooms when you're writing things about the cross, you know, there would be differing opinions on the mm-hmm. atonement or even in times, you know, when you know talk about flying away to heaven or staying here and enduring right. it all. Um, it is so amazing how the Spirit just unites us all and there's not controversy and there's respect for different beliefs and we just don't have those ego problems and it's really truly beautiful to see the body of Christ at work.
1: That's great. It's a common purpose. Yeah. It's a common purpose and we yes. you know we're hitting on that kind of last week you yes. know that common purpose and uh, so it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Big news for you. I don't know if you want to share this or not and we can cut it out if you don't want to share it but <laughs> you had a song cut by a group and yeah. so super excited about that.
0: Yes and I'm kind of keeping that Uh, Under the hat right Uh, now So
1: we will cut that out
0: (laughs) No, no, no We don't have to cut it out Um, It is exciting Because um, Two songs From past retreat Last year's retreats, Mm. Have been cut I just won't say the title Or what group yet Mm -hmm. But yeah That's so exciting To just I don't know It's like You know The little boy That offered his lunch And Mm. Jesus took What little he had to offer And he multiplied it And that's what Songwriting is for me I just come to the table With a few little ideas, and Mm. God just works. And some, you know, one writer might have a great line, and, you know, somebody might have a a melody if it should go up or down Mm -hmm. or be held out. You know, it's just, it's so amazing to watch God work and when we get there on Thursday nights we pray God give us songs and then on Sunday mornings we give the songs back to God and we just ask him to let him um, have his way and so yeah he's answered that prayer with these two songs um, to be released into the world so yeah I'm excited
1: that is awesome so I'm super excited for you as well and um, yeah it's so good so Well, we are still in the season of Easter, believe it or not, and um, I think this is the fifth Sunday after Easter, as far as lectionary goes, yes, fifth Sunday after Easter, um, that we're going to be talking about today, and, um, you know, these these stories are just, they've just been fantastic, Mm -hmm. and um, it's been a lot of fun journeying through this Easter season as we are headed towards the season of Pentecost. Pentecost. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and just go ahead and prep your hearts and minds, because after we reach Pentecost, our podcast may change a little bit and uh, it may not, you know, we may focus on some different things. Um, It's been awesome to kind of journey through, you know, Advent um, all Mm -hmm. the way through to the season of Pentecost. Um, And I would say that's probably the major you know, time I guess in the Christian right. calendar, because then we just kind of enter into it's just called normal season I guess or right. common season, and it's about six months long. Not that it's you know bad or wrong, but um, but we may transition and do some different stuff. We'll obviously yeah. try to still focus some on lectionary as well. But um,
0: yeah, we're open for suggestions. Yeah, I mean, what do y'all want to talk about? Yeah, absolutely. Email us, just tell us. Know. That's
1: <laughs> all right, and uh, and we'll talk about it, and uh, and that will be great. Um, so just want to go prep your hearts and minds for that, but uh, we still have quite a few or several weeks of uh, this lectionary stuff um, that we're going to be really on a weekly basis um, putting our attention to uh, to try to finish out you know the story um, that we've really really started with the season of advent Uh, and today is it's it's a great day Uh, you know it's looking at a lot of the passages and it seems like there's belief and belief being lived out really kind of of it seems to be the common theme that we see in these passages for today and um now, what does that look like? Um, so we're actually going to be looking at uh, the first Peter passage, I think is probably a great place for us to start. And sure. um, this comes from First Peter chapter 2, um, and it's verses 2 through 10. And Pastor Rhonda, I'm going to let you read this.
0: Okay. Like newborn infants long for pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow into salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. Come to him, a living stone, though rejected by mortals, yet chosen and precious in God's sight. And like living stones, let yourselves be built into a spiritual house, to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture See, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen. And precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. To you, then, who believe, he is precious, but for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the very head of the corner, and a stone that makes them stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined to do. But you, you are a chosen race, a royal pe- priesthood a holy nation, God's own people, in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy.
1: This is such a, a cool passage because it really does point um, on a deep level to this growth um, that we we gain through belief and um you know belief is something that um i think we take on a pretty deep level and we make it pretty broad you Mm -hmm. know um and and i think the beautiful thing about belief is it's very just simplistic at its core the this this mentality Um, but, um, but I love how Peter here, he really takes this mentality of salvation and this journey of salvation. Um, and he just really, really starts small, right? Like an infant. And it's this thing that, that really begins to grow. Um, but belief is, is something that is, it's very, very important to, like I said, for us just have this understanding of, um, and there's, there's something to just this belief in Jesus, mm-hmm. that he is who he says he is, that he did what he did. Um, and there's something out of this belief that leads us to a place um, of, of being able to make a difference in the world.
0: Right. And I love how this passage explains like who we are in Christ because mm. of what we believe, or co- not what we believe, but because of who we believe, who we put our tra- trust and our faith in. It says we are a chosen race, mm. a royal priesthood. You know that's hard to take sometimes. I don't feel too royal, right. <laughs> you know. But that's you know what he's telling us that. We become one with Him, and He shares His Mm. um, royalty with us, and it's for a purpose. You know, it's because that we can proclaim these mighty acts of God. You know, we can be an effective testimony and effective witness because He's called me out of the darkness. Wait,
1: wait, wait. you're you're telling me it's not just the pastor's job (laughs) to be the priest and to share the gospel and to be the good news for everybody. You're telling me that all of us are called to do that.
0: Everybody, we are called to be an effective witness. And I think sometimes we complicate that. We think we're not qualified, but tell what you know. What has God done for you? He's called me out in the darkness into the marvelous light. And um, that's a big deal. That's a huge deal.
1: Yeah. Once... I didn't have mercy. There was a time that I didn't have mercy in my life. I didn't have uh, the mercy of God, but but now we've received mercy. And it's not just for me, you know, it's not just, like I said, the good news for me, but it's right. God's created a people, yes. a people, yeah. uh, which is so beautiful um, because... Well, once again, if it was all up to you, then then the cross is unnecessary. Right. Um, you know, because God's God's always been saving a people. Um, but if you could do all this on your own, then then like I said, the cross was unnecessary. And um, and so it's it's so important for us to understand. And it's a whole lot easier to stand up. Um, when there's a people who mm-hmm. are, are around you. And um, that's what makes the act story pretty interesting is because it is just the story of this one guy. Um, but there's something to this belief that as we believe in him, as he grows us and um, allows our salvation to continue to grow, man, there is something. We become these, these living stones and right. it's such cool imagery on such right. a deep level. Um, we don't just become these stones who are, you know, laid to the side, but, you know, this really goes back to uh, some really cool imagery too of, of, you know, of Jesus and saying, Hey, if if you don't cry out, then the stones will, right? Right, You know, and, um, but this is what we're created to do. We're called to be living stones. We're called to, um, to become this priesthood. We're called to build ourselves up into the spiritual house, um, and to allow our lives to be these spiritual sacrifices that are expect- acceptable to God. And when we do that, um, it's amazing to see uh, what essentially happens. And, and, you know, it's easy for us to take a lot of things personally um, on a very, very deep level. Um, but, you know, what I love about this passage is it's, it's once again, the onus is off of us, right? It's, right. it's not that people are rejecting us. So let's say we go and we take the message out and pe- people aren't responsive to the message of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. People don't believe in Jesus and who Jesus is. This passage essentially says, you know, the onus is on us because it's not us essentially that they're rejecting. Essentially, it's him. And so we oftentimes, we take things so personally and that shows itself in a lot of different ways in how we treat people and how we treat other people of the faith. And so, you know, I think this passage is beautiful because I think it calls us, um, man, to not take things personally, but to continually to sow our lives into that salvation into that growth, into those, into that belief that we have in Jesus, um, and and when we do that, then I, I, th- I think we're, we're we're better people. It's much easier to be a living stone, right, as opposed to and when we take things personally, then it's right. so much more easier to be dead,
0: right. I love it. And then I, when you were talking, I noticed too this uh, verse two nine where it talks about the chosen race, a holy nation. I I can't help but think of the holy nation is made up. It consists of Mm. people, these living stones that that really don't, well, we don't even know each other. Yeah, we yeah, have, yeah. you know, these living stones in other parts of the world. You know, we have Christians that are literally scattered, mm. but yet we are one holy nation. We are one priesthood mm. of believers. We're scattered, yeah. but we're still, there's some one body of Christ.
1: Wait, 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 wait. It's not just <laughs> going to be people that believe like I believe and think like I think and look, and like, look. look like I look. And you know, like, uh, no, it's not like, <laughs> And that's that's why I think Jesus is so pivotal on this mentality and why it's so important. The Bible is so pivotal on this mentality, is we let God be God and we right. just be his people. And right. and it's like I said, it's so easy for us to get caught up in this belief and to turn this belief into a lot of things that I don't I don't know if Jesus desired or God desired because the whole John passage it talks about this belief mm-hmm. where Jesus is he's talking to his disciples and what's interesting about this passage is it comes directly after Jesus tells Peter hey you're gonna deny me three times right. um, and and then it's the very first verse is do not let your hearts be troubled mm-hmm. believe in God believe also in me and so he, and he just continues to go on about this belief and that he is the way he is the truth. He is the life. And um, no one comes to the father except through him. But it's this idea. It's this, it's this belief. It's it's this belief in God that essentially brings us to this place of salvation, brings us into this Royal priesthood, Mm -hmm. this Holy nation. um, And there's something beautiful. um, When we allow God to be the leader of this Holy nation, Mm -hmm. And we come in and we just be a part and we allow our lives to live out of that right. holiness, his holiness, his goodness.
0: Right. And every person, even though we're talking about this big body, this people of God, every person has a place mm-hmm. um, to, you know, to function. And they have a role and an assignment and that's to be a witness of the po- the power of God. And we see that really in Acts because Stephen is part of this people he is part of this greater whole, yes. but, um, he was not clergy, you know, right. he was, he was a common person and, um, we see him in the book of Acts in chapter seven yeah. where he is, you know, put on the spot and he preaches. That's I mean, right. it is an amazing testimony that he had. Mm. And, um, yeah, why don't you read the Acts passage, because yeah.
1: Go You're ahead. right. It is such a cool story because it's almost, you can just, even if you go back and read the sermon, we're not going to read the sermon, but if you read his, whatever you want to call it, his defense or whatever, um, it's, just really, really cool because everybody is like on the, they're like sitting on the edge of their seats as they're mm-hmm. listening. It's almost this feeling you get, like there's like, but then obviously he turns it, you know? Um, and, um, and so this is just kind of the end of that passage and it starts, uh, 755 reads like this, but filled with the Holy Spirit, he gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. It says, but they covered their ears and with a loud shout all rushed together against him. And then they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. And the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. And while they were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And then he knelt down and he cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against him. And when he had said this, he died.
0: Oh, there's so much here. Oh, there's so much here. Yes. Uh, first thing, filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes. I mean, that tells us that everybody that believes in Jesus can be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's not just laid aside for clergy. I mm. mean, this for everyone. But he's gazing into heaven and he saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand. He had he could see into heaven. I mm. mean he could see And, you know, we're about to have Ascension Sunday, you know, and so this tells us, you know, exactly where Jesus is, you know, he is there, but I love the fact that he's standing. He is Mm. ready to receive him. He knows what's going on. You know, he is, he's receiving and, um, he sees the heavens opened, but did you notice this? And I don't know what version that we're reading out of.
1: Um, I think this is NRSVUE. Is that the one we normally do? I think that's what this is.
0: Oh, I, I, one that I read last night said something about them covering their ears, and uh, they rushed him, and they were gnashing their teeth. Mm. This isn't in, in this one. No, it's But not. I had to look it up, and I was like, what Good. in the world? But it was like they were so angry. They were so mad that they were behaving like animals. Mm. I mean, have you ever seen anybody get uh, – like a person get so mad they're like <laughs> – like acting like they're gonna bite you. I mean, not
1: that mad. I've seen that, some people mad, but not that bad
0: Yes, I mean, what in the world? Yeah. that's not even human nature. I mean, it just—that's like an animal yeah. instinct that they were that angry at hearing about. Jesus being at the right hand of God that they turned like that and they rushed him they covered their ears they didn't want to hear anymore but they started behaving like animals
1: yeah well and it all started in the sermon right like he's talking about Jesus and you know all that you know he essentially uh, was able to accomplish and how he was from God and then he turns it on him and says you know you killed him right Right. (laughs) and so it starts with that and, and then obviously when they begin to hear these things um wow what are there things in our life mm, are there things in our life that would lead us to this point where if someone was to say something or to do something um that we disagreed with i mean what is our response it's it's so easy especially when you get a crowd together to have this mob mentality Mm -hmm. right um where it's it's easy to pick up stones and to throw stones and to be the people who do that um, when we when people maybe don't you know when they disagree with us when they uh, when they don't see everything the way that we see them when they say things uh, maybe against us instead of um, having the response of Jesus um, we, we it's so much easier for us because. Where does Stephen, where does he get this? You know, he gets it from Jesus. These are exactly the words of Jesus that we hear when Jesus is on the cross. Um, You know, we we see that Jesus prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And then he also prayed, Lord, don't hold this against them. Don't hold this sin against them. Um, And so, you know, Stephen is very, very much, he has this belief in Jesus, but his belief doesn't just stop at, all right, I've got it figured out I believe in Jesus, but I'm not gonna allow that to affect. No, he allowed his belief in Jesus to to truly affect how he goes about living Mm -hmm. his life. And it's not just his belief in Jesus that has led him to where he's at, but his belief in Jesus essentially has brought him to a place where I'm going to be like Jesus. That's in everything I'm gonna do. And here we have these two different responses from the religious leaders of oh man, you don't believe the way that we do. You're not going to say, you're accusing us. You're doing all these things. And so we're going to gnash our teeth and we're going to pick up stones and we're going to throw stones. And then here we have Stephen who says, you know what, it's not the way of Jesus. I am going to do this and live the life the way that Jesus did. And so he does this. And the very way that essentially Jesus died, um, that's that's what happens to Stephen. He dies in that same way and uh, with that same language.
0: And in this passage too, it talks about how his face was just... Beaming, you know, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. could just see his face. But, um, I also researched a little bit last night, and I won't go into detail what I found because it's pretty harsh. But, um, you know, the capital punishment of stoning, you mm. know, wasn't the cross, but let me tell you, right. it's not a piece of cake either. And, um, you know, the stones that they they threw. I know nowadays, like in modern stonings and other par- parts of the world, the rocks have to be like a certain size mm. and um, like a tangerine size. And um, they only allow, they like in other words, they don't want like one or two, three stones to kill you. They want it to last a while. And that was one of the things that I researched. How long does it take mm. to die through stoning? And of course, it's different. It can be anywhere from um, 20 minutes to two hours. Goodness gracious. But yeah, and so... Um, so yeah, I mean, it was like they purposely. That's a torturous kind of way to die, and he probably had time to say, "Okay, okay, okay, I, I'll shut up now." I, you know, he could have changed his mind because you normally don't die from the first hit of a stone, right? And he. Throughout his torturous death, he clung to what he was looking at—the the the prize, like Jesus did. He kept his eyes on what was lying ahead of him, and he didn't change his story. Of you know, with each blow, it had to hurt a little more, and he shed a little more blood with each time. But even as it progressively got worse, he didn't. He still stuck to his story. God forgive them and. Yeah, he didn't change his mind. But sometimes, you know, when we go through a little torture, we, you know, we want to turn back. But he, he didn't.
1: Mm. And who witnessed all of this? Saul. a guy named Saul. A
0: young man named Saul. laid <laughs> and, their coats uh, at his feet.
1: Yep, he witnessed it. And, um, you know, it doesn't say in Scripture that this, you know, potentially had any effect on him. But I, I often wonder. Um, after he has his encounter with jesus
0: mm-hmm.
1: if he his mind went back to this oh yeah you know what i'm saying like well, and we do what see that did with
0: that him. we do see that and I don't remember right off my head I, I should be more prepared but it's one of his letters but he talks about i was the chief sinner right. of, mm-hmm. of all mm-hmm. so yeah i mean he always knew where he came from and um and he i think that's why he was so grateful for his salvation mm-hmm. and he was so grateful for the transformation that God had was doing in his heart because he knew what kind of a person he was? This right. is pretty bad, you mm-hmm. know. Being right there doing nothing to stop a help, watching a a man literally be tortured and mm-hmm. killed, and doing nothing. I mean, you get, have to have a very cold heart to not stop it. But he thought again. This is a whole um, scenario of being sincere and sincerely wrong. He, mm-hmm. they were zealous. They yep. thought they were protecting God. They <laughs> thought they were right. Yeah. Oh, does that sound familiar? Yeah yeah, Goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes we get wrapped up. We think we're protecting God and we think that, that we've got Him all figured out. And we do that to, as we destroy other people. Mm,
1: yeah. Lord help us <sighs> on a very, very deep level. Um, Stephen's belief, mm, you know, um, he, he didn't didn't allow his belief to to be, the, to stop just with him. He was going to live this out. He was a part of this priesthood of believers. He was a part of this holy nation. He had received mercy mm-hmm. and therefore he was going to give mercy and, and, and Saul witnessed that. And there's, there's something to um, the mentality of, and, and you can go back and read books. Um, there's a lot of books that talk about this, but When someone is willing to suffer for what they believe, Mm. there is something powerful within that. Um, When someone's willing to um, not just say the right things, you know, but when times get tough to back off of that, when they're willing to suffer for what they believe, then there's something very, 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 very powerful within that. And you can go look back and look at a lot of the stories of the martyrs and stuff and how many times. The people who were doing the abuse to the martyrs, um, there's stories after stories that they would actually join them because they were willing to actually suffer for what they believed in. And, And if someone was willing to suffer for what they actually believed in, then they saw that man. that must be true. That must be good. And right. that must be, you know, and so there's something very, very, very powerful within that, that I think we shy away from as, mm-hmm. as believers on a very deep level. You know, we don't want to like the idea of suffering. We don't, we don't want to suffer. We don't want our family to suffer. We don't right. want, we want to be safe and we want right. to, um, yeah.
0: And the thing is we have to put our safety and trust in the Lord and he has to be our refuge. And you know, when it's all said and done, you know, he will make it up to us some way, somehow, just being in his presence, you know. And I think that's what kept Stephen going. And I think that's why um, Jesus injured. And then we see a little bit of, a little bit of this in Psalm that's 31 100%. passage.
1: 100%. And uh, it starts out In uh, you, O Lord, I seek refuge. Do not. Let me ever be put to shame in your righteousness. Deliver me, incline your ear to me, rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. You're indeed my rock and my fortress for your name's sake. Lead me and guide me. Take me out of the net that is hidden for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand, I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me. O Lord, faithful God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and persecutors. Let your face shine upon your servant and save me in your steadfast love.
0: Wow, I can only imagine what it was like when Stephen did pass Mm -hmm. and was received. Jesus was already on his feet.
1: Yeah, 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 ready. Yeah, and and it goes back to this season of Advent, right? We hope in something that is so much deeper than just this. Thing that is going on around us, we hope in the reconciliation of all things. We hope um, in the redemption of all things, and um, that's that's why Stephen can do what he did because because his hope was so much bigger um, right. than just the here and the now. But his hope led him to live different in the here and now, right. Right. which created hope um, potentially for for more people, and um, and that's that's a beautiful thing. Right. But it's it's not natural, you know. It's not natural, and it's not the way the world tells us to live or what the way the world tells us to do things. Um, but, man, there's something beautiful to that. And, uh, man, if we could glimpse and somehow live that out to the best of our ability, uh, maybe our churches would be a little bit different, and um, maybe how we go about doing things might be a little bit different.
0: And the good thing is— Of course, we haven't got to Pentecost yet. All of this is is really impossible, and Stephen was able to do this because if you go back to Acts two, you'll see that you know he was filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, it's like the Holy Spirit is at work in Stephen's life and is giving him power to do those things because we can't just suck it up and just will ourselves and like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I love the fact that our God says, these are my expectations But guess what? I'm going to help you accomplish what I expect. And, oh, my goodness, that brings me so much comfort. Of course, we're going to get into the Holy Spirit a little more. We'll see that next week where he talks about um, being an advocate. And, um, and of course, I think, is it two or three weeks away? We've got Pentecost coming. But the power of the Holy Spirit is the key, I think, Mm -hmm. to be able to do that. It's one thing to say, you know, we, we can we need to do these things, but we're never left in our own strength to figure it out and to do it on our own.
1: It's great. Praise the Lord. Holy Spirit. (laughs) Feel us. Feel us. Praise the Lord. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's such a, it's, it's the beauty of following him. We're not alone. And, um, you know, like I said we we talked about these passages a couple of weeks ago, right? Like Jesus said to believe without seeing, but I'm not gonna leave you alone, right? I'm I'm going right. to send and and that's that's where we're headed to. Like I said, on such a very deep we get level, better and better. That's right, <laughs> that's right. Um, man, uh, such good stuff. So much that we can take away. Uh, I think from these passages, um, you know, maybe we're at a place where our belief uh, maybe isn't where it should be. Um, maybe we've taken our belief and we've turned it into something other than just a very, once again, just belief in Jesus, right? We've made belief um, into, you know, a lot of these doctrines or a lot of, and like I said, I'm not saying that those are necessarily bad, um, but there's just something to this simplistic belief in Jesus that connects us and calls us to be a part of something that is so much, much bigger than us. Um, And salvation is this growth process that as we believe and continue to lean into, um, you know, Jesus and who he is, and he continues to grow us. But, you know, maybe for us, um, we're, we're at a place kind of like the church or the people who, you know, took Stephen out. And, um, you know, where if somebody just says one little thing that goes against who we, what we think or what we feel like we believe or what we, then it's it's so easy for us to, to kind of create that mom, mom mentality and mm-hmm. to go after those people and say, you know, um, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't know where we're at, but I feel like this speaks into so many different angles of life that we might be in. Um, and, and then the hope is, is maybe we, we be like Stephen, and we, right. we, we desire to live the life that Jesus lived, follow the example of Christ and love, even in those hardest of hardest of times.
0: Right. And as you were talking about the simple belief, I just went to break out singing Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus just to take him at his word, just mm. to rest upon his promise, just to know that saith the Lord. And sometimes we just have to leave it at that. We just have to take him mm. at his word. If Jesus says this is the right way to live, I need to just take him at his word because He's working with all information. He knows it all. You know, he knows our potential. He knows everything. So why can we not just simply take him at his word and do what he's asked us to do?
1: Well, that's a great word to end <laughs> it on, I think, right there. And, um, yeah, like I said, just know we're praying for you. Um we know some of the stuff that we talk about is not easy um, in the grand scheme of things and
0: we're still learning
1: and we're still learning and we're still growing like I, I wish I could say it's I, I loved like Stephen and all things um, I, I don't unfortunately you know um, I, the my prayer for myself is when I'm in situations that are tough and very difficult. Um I the prayer for me is always, all right, God search my heart. Um, mm-hmm. know what's going on inside of me. Um, and God, if there's anything that I need to change, if I need to be different somehow, some way, then God reveal that and allow me the discipline and that which is necessary to institute those changes within me. And, you know, I think that's where we have to be right. as believers.
0: One thing I'm learning in my class at Trevecca, and it's actually the word of the year at Trevecca, is this word becoming. Mm-hmm. You know, we're human beings, and you know we understand that we need to just be, and then we think we're human doings, but we need to embrace the fact that we're human becoming, mm-hmm. becomers, where God is still working on us, and we are becoming the person in to look like him, to reflect his image, mm-hmm. and it's not always an overnight kind of thing. Right. I mean, some things he can change in us overnight, but then there's some things that are just so deeply rooted in our heart. It takes a while of mm. him chiseling and fine tuning and smoothing out and changing. It, it's a process of becoming. That's right. got to embrace that.
1: hundred percent. So embrace it and live it. Yeah. And, um, you know, do all those things. And, um, man, let's, let's just continue to live the example of Christ. And, uh, I think everything else take care of itself. Oh man, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to us, we do have an email address. You can reach us at growinghopelivingfaith@gmail.com, at or you can also check us out on Facebook.
0: Yeah, we have a Facebook page. It's Growing Hope Living Faith Podcast. So check us out there and comment. And mm-hmm. yeah, let us know what you're thinking about what you would like for us to be talking about in the next few months.
1: Yeah, if there's a topic or something, yeah. then let us know. And yeah. uh, we'll, we'll dive deep into that. And, and that would be awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening. We pray and hope that you have a great uh, rest of your week. Have a great weekend. Uh, we love you all. Grace and peace. God bless. Bye-bye.